0: The pessimistic sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimistic sees opportunity in every difficulty. Said by Winston Churchill. Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, Refreshing the Idiotic. I'm your host, Hannah, and today we're back with another episode all about depression. Roll the intro music. transparency it's monday now and since saturday i've been pretty out of it so to get myself to record i'm so hungry right now i have a piece of banana bread that i made and i've taken a small bite every time i can throw in something that i just recorded into the actual episode anyways today's question of the day is what's your most used phone app? Mine is probably Snapchat. I do a lot of advocacy on there nowadays. Also, the streaks help me stay so stable. I don't know what it is. But if I lose a streak, I feel so bad for the whole entire day. And they're not even that important. Also, conversations just feel totally different on there. It's just like, sometimes they won't stay forever. And maybe that's a good thing, even though I usually like to save my chats. Anyways, let me know what your most used phone app is when you leave me a voice message at the end of this episode, and let's move on to depression. So as per usual, today I'll start with a little bit of my story with the illness, and then we'll move on to the definition, the types, symptoms, and causes, and then wrap it up from there. Starting off with my story, I'll share one of my very few experiences with depression for myself. I was in grade 5. I'm actually not sure if I actually had a depression then. I know I don't have it now, thankfully. But I was beyond depressed because of how much I was getting bullied. I was also slightly in and out of therapy at the time, so that probably also contributed because a lot of my therapists at the time did not understand me. And they just wanted to show me how I was wrong in the decisions that I was making. So for bullying, I used to sit and read a lot, and obviously reading was considered a nerdy thing to do. So I would sit on these rocks, and there would be these boys playing soccer, like, way across. And instead of actually playing soccer, so it would be like 10 points if you hit her legs, 20 points if you hit her face, 30 points if you hit her book out of her hand before she moves it, and so on and so forth. And I would yell at them a lot, and I would try to tell the lunch supervisors but none of them really did anything. So I was just constantly trying to stay away from that spot, but then all the other spots were just like grass and muddy, and I didn't want to go back in after lunch with dirty pants. So I would always end up gravitating back to that spot because the teachers wouldn't let me sit inside. They were like, oh, you need to have fresh air. Funny story, at that point, my mom actually came in, and she had a parent-teacher meeting, and turns out we got They tried to ban me from books, which did not work at all because the Forest of Reading event started, and then I was crazy after reading all of those 30 books. Anyways, that's a story for a different time. That would probably be the moment where my workaholism, or the, as Anisu said in the last episode, grind season 24 7 started, because I started to join clubs all the way from the book club to Earth Helpers to Choir. Anything I could do to not have to sit on that spot, and I would just be bouncing around like crazy. And I think that's, if I had depression at that point, that's probably what saved me. But backtracking to that, I was so depressed, I would not smile. So a lot of my lunch groups, while we were eating before we went outside, a lot of tables would be like, oh, last person to laugh wins. And in my group, they had the opposite. They, they would all sit there and try to make me smile because I would not even smile. And so it would basically be like, they'd all take turns going around and telling me all these jokes to try to. It's not that they were my friends. They just want, didn't want to be known as the kids that sat at the table with the robot girl who couldn't smile. At that point, I also had a really bad teacher who just didn't like me at all. She used to just tell me that I had the wrong answer. And then she would turn to the next smartest kid in the class and then ask him what the answer was. And he would say the same thing as me. And she would say he was right. And that used to be like driving me crazy all the time. So that's kind of the situation I was in. And then I came home crying one day because I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just want to switch classrooms. I really like the school. I just wanted to switch classrooms. I did not want to be in that grade five class anymore. And my mom's like, be careful or you're going to get depressed. Oh my God. I'm so happy that she's not like that anymore. It was only for that little time when she realized how badly it affected me that she stopped saying that right away. But I was like, I don't even know what depression means. So I went to went online and I googled it and I found out it meant being sad all the time and I'm like wait that's actually right like that's how I feel right now and I'm like but I don't think I have depression because with dep- depression you're eating medication and like all of this stuff because that's all the extra stuff I was reading I'm like I don't need medication I'm not I'm, I'll be fine like I don't need a, and after that, my mom got definitely got better. She's so much better at it now. We have open conversations about mental health when it's needed. And we talked about all the bullying going on. We kind of figured out a plan. So now I don't, I, I don't care as much when I'm bullied. Because I know that I can always turn around and I have somebody to talk to about it. Thankfully, I'm out of that state now. I'm feeling so much better than I used to before. I have my depressive episodes here and there, but it's nothing too crazy and I would never say that I actually have depression because I don't feel sad all the time. I don't feel weighed down and all of the other things that I'll mention later on in this episode. (laughs) Moving on, we should probably talk about the definition now. So depression is a type of a mood disorder just like last week where we talked about bipolar disorder. So if you haven't already watched that episode, go back and watch it right now or right after this episode. So it affects how you feel, you think, and how you react to certain situations. It can make you feel down or you can be angered easily and feel like you should be more reserved. You don't want to talk to anybody or you might just have like constant changes in your emotions and feelings. You might feel really hopeless, worried, sometimes even guilty or regretful. It could be a change in your physical health. You might have more headaches, migraines, unexplainable aches, like your body might just be sore even if you really haven't done anything that day. Depression can also cause a change in behavior. So maybe you cry easily you have less interest in things you don't care or maybe on the other hand you overreact so maybe you're watching the news and you hear about a local shooting and you're just completely shut down and done for the day you can't focus on anything all you want to do is think about that shooting and all the potential lives that may have been lost or people that are severely injured for example and then you just don't feel like participating in anything ever. So maybe last year you were part of a soccer team, but this year when they're asking you to join again, you don't even have that interest, even though you used to love playing soccer. Which, by the way, I do not like playing soccer that often. I just pulled the example because when I was younger, I did play soccer. So again, in that earlier grade Five example, I used to play soccer a lot at that time. And then I got bullied a bunch and kind of stopped playing soccer myself. It might just even be a change in thinking. You might have lower self-esteem, a lack of concentration. You might, honestly, you might just be blaming yourself a lot or apologizing really often because you feel like everything is your fault. Like, maybe you feel like you were out with friends, but you had a depressive day and you just couldn't focus And you just weren't into it that day and you felt like you had to constantly apologize to your friends and tell them you were sorry and that you just couldn't do it. Let's move on to the different types of depression. So major depression is the one that people are mostly talking about. It's the most popular. So when your friends are like, oh, I have depression, but maybe they're not diagnosed. This is probably the one that they're talking about. They're constantly feeling sad. You're losing interest. Maybe you have sleep trouble or appetite changes, either gaining or increasing. In both of them, you can obviously do these little things like meditations and writing stuff down, like usual. But the main ways to treat would be a psychotherapy or medication, and in extreme cases, electro. Convulsion therapy, which is basically giving your mind a little seizure to like prevent it from going back into that sad state. The next one is PDD, it's persistent depressive disorder. It's not as intense as major depression, but it lasts a pretty long time. So, um, there'll be like really long episodes, like maybe a month or two at a time. And it just comes and goes as it pleases, depending on your environment and surroundings. It's basically just the same symptoms with less severity. The next type of depression is bipolar disorder. So all of the information uh, for this disorder has been put in its own episode that I did with a guest last week, my godbrother Anisu. So, if you want to learn more about bipolar disorder, then you can always go back and check that episode right after you finish this one. But basically, it's little spritz of a mood disorder, so sometimes you'll feel it, sometimes you won't. They're little episodes, about two weeks or longer. The fourth type of depression is seasonal affective disorder, so sad if you will. It's when you're more depressed or you have depressive episodes during the winter months. So like in that November, December, January January period. During the holidays when you're alone or you just don't want to go outside when it's really dark outside constantly. And so a lot of things that can help with this are if you can sit in the light, if you can try to get fresh air more often to go on more frequent walks, or even light therapy. The fifth and final type of depression is prenatal depression. So this one is specifically geared towards women during their pregnancy or a year after their baby is born. So you might just constantly, again, it's, re, it's the regular symptoms that I mentioned in major depression, you're just seeing them during that very beginning of motherhood. For this type of depression, because you're carrying a child or you have a child, the most easily recommended and safest way to deal with it is therapy and talking it out with people but there's always last but not least I wanted to talk about treatments now before I get into any of them you should always remember I've repeated this a couple times throughout the episode but I won't want to say it again because if any if you take away anything from this episode this is what I want to want you to take away from it you are never gonna be alone there will always be support systems even if you don't feel comfortable using them or talking to anybody just know that they are always there there will always be somebody who's understanding what you're going through even if you don't think so so the first main type would be therapy You're talking to psychologists, psychiatrists, counselors, social workers, peer support workers, guidance counselors, or basically any other trusted adult. Another thing we're looking at is cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. I've mentioned this. I believe in the anxiety episode as well. They're similar. It is the main type of therapy for mental illnesses. So this was one that all around, if you think you do have a mental illness, maybe try looking at this type of therapy. Last resort, always last resort, you want to look towards medications, see what possibilities there are. Obviously, there's different types. Some of them will have side effects, like maybe you'll have suicidal thoughts. And in my opinion, that kind of contradicts the whole reason for taking medication, because when you have depression, one of the things you might have are suicidal thoughts. So why are we taking away the symptoms if you're still going to have those thoughts? And then, obviously, like always, if you don't want to take medication, if you don't want to talk to anybody, force yourself to get up at least thirty minutes a day, or even even ten if you don't have a lot of time. Go around on a walk in your neighborhood. Say hello to the neighbor, even if you have to stay six feet apart in a pandemic like we are now. Just make sure that you're being your upbeat, positive self. Maybe you wanna try surrounding yourself with more happy colors like yellow if you're looking to redo your room, maybe paint a wall that color, it would be pretty cool. And then don't forget to eat right, try a little bit more exercising. Now that we're in a pandemic, this is your chance to get up and start working out just from home just those quick youtube videos there are so many that you can do i can link a couple easy ones in the description below along with all of the research i did that's about a wrap for today's episode we talked a little bit about my story with depression the definition some types causes treatments anything you can do to help And as usual, don't forget to leave me a voice message telling me the highlight and low light of your week, plus your most used app. Subscribe, share, review, and rate. Five stars only, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. Bye guys!